Hello listeners, this is Harper. We wanted to release a podcast that we had recorded before everyone started sheltering at home and we knew how serious the situation was. We hope that this can bring a little lightness to your day, maybe. It takes me back to how things were before this all started. So I hope you're all well and I hope you enjoy this podcast we taped with our sister, Sydney. Hello, this is Harper. And this is Kelsey. And this is for those sick of convenience. A podcast for the seasoned cook and kitchen rookie. Okay, people, we're on the verge of spring, hopefully in most places. We've been cooking lots of vegetables, right, Kels? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're I actually been cooking a lot of meat. <laughs> oh, boy, it only took a couple months for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, things have been going pretty good in the kitchen, yeah, Kels? Yeah, I've been cooking mm-hmm. more-ish. Mm-hmm. Ish. Ish. More meat. She was trying to go less meat, but hey, you know. It's like when you golf and there's water and you try not to hit the water. Mm-hmm. You always hit the water. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we're here with a guest and she wasn't on our on our radar. But I've been hearing a lot about her. Um, I actually know her quite well. And I thought we need to have this perspective on the show. So, Kelsey, who is our guest? (laughs) Well, she's of small stature, but great sass. Mm. She's a, I would say, seasoned cook. But does not tell anyone. Very secret seasoned cook. A secret seasoned cook. Okay. Also very not capable of using Skype, as we found out, (laughs) but we'll let it slide. (laughs) Our guest is Squidney. Sydney. Mm -hmm. So she's kind of, well, little sister of the podcast. We've talked about her quite a bit. Wait, you have? Okay, right there. Have you not been listening? <laughs> she doesn't you. listen. <laughs> I do sometimes. <laughs> wow, that was uh, that was hurtful. Since we <sighs> we don't put out a lot of podcasts. I mean, she's got a lot of free time. <laughs> I see how much Bon Appetit you watch. You I could know. Have slipped in a podcast or two. All right. So, so Sid, you can tell the listeners however much you'd like about yourself. Go ahead. Just about myself? Yeah. Or like... So, how old are you? Where are you living at the moment? Oh, okay. So, I'm 16, mm-hmm. and I live in Buffalo, Wyoming, which is very, like, specific. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? A weird thing to say. <laughs> very specific. <laughs> <laughs> or factual. <laughs> I think if you said you lived in North America, it would be stranger. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I can. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So that's that's uh, an important thing. We're going to bring that up. We've all, we all grew up in Buffalo, Wyoming. And for those of you who don't know the beautiful town at the base of the Bighorn Mountains, it's small and it's a remote area. And sometimes sourcing ingredients and whatnot can be a challenge, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're not just a whistling... Dixie. <laughs> Talk about that a little later. Uh, so the reason why I wanted to have Sid on the show is one, I heard about her Christmas baking expertise, and I also found out that despite 
me really really pushing cooking on her she has secretly been taking <laughs> advice from bon appetit videos which is fine <laughs> so sid what made you get interested in these videos and cooking um well sometimes when i get bored i just like we've always done cooking around the house and baking mm -hmm. so it's always been something i've been a little bit interested in mm -hmm. and bon appetit is just kind of relaxing you get to learn new things. Mm -hmm. So what's a recent video you've watched that you really liked? There's this one girl named Priya. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember what she made. Or like, I think it was like, I can't remember what it's called, but it was feta in like this green sauce. It's an Indian dish. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It looked really good, but I didn't know if we had the stuff for it here. So I was like, oh, whatever. I think I know who you're talking about. She does, she kind of does fusion, right? Like Indian cooking mm -hmm. with a, like, like Indian yeah. American spin on it. She wrote a cookbook, I think. Yeah, I've heard about that. I want, I'm interested in it. So what other recipes have you made, have you watched and then were able to make with things you could find? Well, I did the eggs in purgatory one, mm, Okay. which is basically eggs in a tomato sauce fried. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I also made the breakfast sandwiches. Mm -hmm. What were those? I think they were from the Chris Morocco, but they're basically instead of bacon, because it's like one of their healthiest recipes, you use like caramelized onion. Oh. Mm -hmm. Basically make your own green sauce just by using chopped up herbs and green Cholula. It's basically like a breakfast sandwich, you know, like English muffin, eggs, cheese. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever meat or, like, something, little mm. pizzazz, I don't know. Did you have meat on yours? I thought you said it was caramelized onions. No, that's why I said meat or something. You could have substituted it for bacon. Kelsey but... probably would. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to eat less meat by eating more meat. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to get sick of it by eating it all the time. And it's funny because every time I go to the store, I feel nauseous by the meat counter, huh. but I still am buying meat. Oh boy. Well, yeah, maybe she needs some Bon Appetit videos. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. No, the only videos Sid has been sending me <laughs> have been <laughs> these god-awful cooking <sighs> Like, hacks, they're the videos where they make food that just should not be made. She sent me this video of, you take chicken breasts, mm -hmm. hammer them down real small, <laughs> slap in some Swiss. So that's like a chicken cordon bleu, right? Yeah, but you roll it up into a giant log <laughs> and bread it. Four giant logs. <laughs> and fry it and put it atop lasagna with that sans noodles no it's mashed potatoes and mozzarella <laughs> what you're and other cheese <laughs> and then you bake it uh, no because you put the logged rolls of meat and cheese on each <laughs> corner of the pan so it's like a little bed of mashed potato <laughs> lunch meat ham poured on blue Sid, so you're not you're not uh, exclusively watching Bon Appetit. Yeah, she doesn't oh. need to seem fancy. <laughs> oh. Well, okay, but those were those are just funny to watch. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a question because it seems like I heard about you watching these videos, and then a t some time went by, and then I heard about you cooking from these videos. What made you make the leap from just like casually entertaining yourself to actually getting in the kitchen? Uh, well, 
I was bored and then I was like, this is gonna sound weird, but I was like, I already know how to like play the flute and stuff, so I can obviously pick up skills. Why not? Exactly. Okay. Listen. Why not? Why not? You're young. Kels, are are you on board with feeling, all this? Feeling really inspired right now. Because <laughs> I too played the flute. Why not? Why you heard not? me play the flute. I'm pretty good. Yeah, you're significantly better than me. I'm not saying I was I'm not judging the value of my skill set, but <laughs> Why not? Are you saying why not or why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> so I've heard about two recipes. Was there something you made from a, the videos that did not turn out? Well, I like forgot half of what I've made. But I do remember some things that did not turn out well. Yeah, we'd like to discuss that. I tried making French eggs. I don't know if that's like the for sure name for them mm -hmm. but I've always just like I think I half listened and I was like oh they're French scrambled eggs but it's basically eggs that aren't like as dry as normal eggs and they're very thin very custardy mm -hmm. yeah 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 so I did that and I was like we had like a two-hour late start for school and I was dad I'm gonna make us some eggs mm -hmm. so I did but also they were really bad like <laughs> really watery i'm pretty oh. sure we straight up ate raw eggs you guys finished them yeah we did i did oh. i was loving it did because dad finish his yeah what else have you tried and was not but you generally do like your scrambled eggs like that right french it was just this one episode that turned out a little runnier than you thought yeah okay. definitely interrupt mm -hmm. really quick yeah I don't know what French eggs are. <laughs> I didn't. Even, I have I no know. idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> well, I don't even know if that's like the actual name. I've just been calling them that and hoping that's what it is. I, I went right along. I knew what you meant though. It's when the eggs are not cooked, where like the protein's not all omelet. Have you heard of those? A French omelet. They're, like, less dry than American omelets, and they're, mm -hmm. like, very soft and smooth in consistency. Mm -hmm. Does it involve a lot of stirring, right, Sid? Yeah, a so, ton of stirring. Mm -hmm. So you don't let the protein congeal into, like, a mass. You stir it so fast that it almost makes it, like, an emulsion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost, like, thick sour cream, but, like, curdled sour cream. <laughs> but that is not the flavor. That's the texture. Mm. Uh -huh. Very... I, I see why you would want to do this. Why not? <laughs> Sid, did you have these uh, eggs when you were in France? No. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that's why you called them French, because you had them when you were there. I mostly ate a lot of cheese and dates for breakfast. So. Oh, that's wonderful. That was breakfast? Mm. Yeah, it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Was that your favorite breakfast when you were in Europe? No. What was your favorite breakfast? Well, the one in Dublin was really good. It was our Kelsey's nodding. Have I told you this? No. Yes. You, <laughs> mom and dad, every yeah. time I talk to you, you mention the Dublin breakfast. Oh, okay. I haven't heard. <laughs> it was like tiny little mushrooms, right? I think they were called button mushrooms and they were so good. They were sauteed a baked egg, mm -hmm. which is like a fried egg, but it was baked in a tiny skillet with tomatoes, Ooh. with the heirloom tomatoes. Mm hmm. Very good. The bacon, super thick. I enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. The coffee, really good. And like they had this thick brown bread, 
with homemade buns. Kels, are you kidding me? You're not on board with this? No, I'm definitely on board oh, with that. You've just heard it a lot. I've just, I thought it was funny you asked that because oh. I was like, oh, that is one meal they were very <laughs> descriptive, descriptive of. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Sorry, we got sidetracked with the French eggs. Not really, but it's a food show. One other question I had for you, are you kind of mentioned it already with the, the feta cheese with the green herb sauce. Are there any recipes that you've watched and you went to the store and tried to find the ingredients for and couldn't? And if you did, did you try and make substitutions or were you just like, file that away for a later date? Well, I can't remember like specific instances, but definitely, especially with like, I feel like with baking and stuff, because Kelsey knew when we were here mm-hmm. and we tried to make macarons, mm. the almond flour was mm-hmm. just... They told yeah. us it would be coming back in eight days. And I was like, guess it <laughs> won't be here in eight days. <laughs> eight yeah. days? Mwah. Wow. Well, uh-huh. and even when you're just trying to make like a normal thing, like you're like, oh, I got to make some guacamole today. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the store, the store and all the guacamole... Or guacamole. All the avocados <laughs> are just terrible. Uh-huh. Yeah, that is a challenge. I mean, even that even happens to me here sometimes. It's happened to Kelsey. She was not able to find an eggplant. Remember? No, there was an eggplant debacle of 2019. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was very serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I do living in small towns is I order a lot of things online. Like spices, not fresh produce obviously and flowers there you go Sid order some almond flour up yeah have you thought about that have you looked into it well I mean I'm for sure I've thought about ordering things online before but (laughs) (laughs) but not food well yeah you have okay here's a question are you the one that hacked my Amazon account (laughs) yeah exactly did the front of the house look like mom and dad's no, it looked like the back door, if you ask me. <laughs> Kels, do you have any questions for this budding cook and baker? Yes. Hmm. What is your favorite meal? Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've stumped her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not one that you make. It doesn't have to be one you make. Could be. Doesn't have to. Well, it kind of depends on the season. If it's like in the middle of winter, mm-hmm. shepherd's mm-hmm. pie is really good. Ooh, I don't know why. Shepherd's just... pie is good. But if it's like the summer, I really like the thing that mom makes with the rice, beans, chicken, and then the apple salad. What? I haven't had this described in more detail. Rice, beans, chicken, apple. Is you it take... a taco? No. You oh. take brown rice and then you cook that, whatever. You get black beans, I think onions, garlic green pepper, cumin, garlic powder, salt, mix that together, kind of mm-hmm. almost make the beans a little bit refried. Mm-hmm. And then you just take, like, if you don't want to make chicken, rotisserie chicken, which is a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. And then you basically you do the rice, the beans, the chicken on top, no like shell or anything. Mm-hmm. And then the apple salad is just sliced up granny apples, I think, mm-hmm. onion, Probably not red onion. I think white onion. Mm-hmm. Um, cilantro, lime juice. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Wait, so uh, what do you mean by by saying uh, rotisserie is a whole nother story? Oh, because sometimes the rotisserie chicken around here is gross. Tell me about it. 
<laughs> I think rotisserie chickens are gross. The chicken in general is just really nasty here sometimes. The like, chicken I, there is a little... Day, like, I feel like I'm eating rubber that was, like, texturized into flakes. Ew! And that is what this chicken is. Yeah, it's nasty. Hmm, okay. So you probably would prefer to cook the chicken from scratch. Well, actually, no, because... <laughs> Chicken that's rubbery is the chicken that you buy from like the meat oh, section. Oh, so wow! It's like you get bad or worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So ch- chicken's not your favorite thing to eat, there. No. <laughs> Great. Okay, I have another question because we answered this a while ago, mm. one of our first episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, that I definitely watched. Hmm. Watch. Uh, there's nothing to you watch. You would be the first to watch. <laughs> <for Yeah. sure. laughs> oh, she hasn't listened to us once. This is no. so sad. I have, I think. Okay, <laughs> anyways. If you were a pie, oh. what pie would you be? Is this like what I... What pie would I be if I wanted to like eat myself or like <laughs> or like what would the best life like, as a pie be? Well, you can take it and any way I'd you want. The gross, I'd be that weird salt pie harbor <laughs> mate. No, <one> would- <laughs> <laughs> no it, it has to be a pie that that <laughs> reflects your personality. So a sassy oh. pie. One. I was strawberry rhubarb because I'm sour. I was strawberry rhubarb. <laughs> because you don't have You were sour. apple. No. I'm pretty sure I was. I don't remember now. Okay. Or I was. I yeah, feel like. I don't yeah. remember. Anyways, <laughs> what's your answer, Sid? Wait, I. Okay. It's based on personality, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. It's hard. In my be pecan pie one because that's like my favorite pie and two because it's got like a lot of different textures which i can appreciate and flavor because like i would say pumpkin pie but it is basically the same consistency mm-hmm. i was actually said no joke i was thinking you were a pecan pie soft in the middle once you get to know her she can be a little crunchy on the outside <laughs> she can throw a little bit of salt your way she can be a little salty uh-huh. but oh, she's soft God. and sweet in the middle yeah wait but aren't there still pecans in the middle usually they yeah, float to the they top. float to the top yeah okay okay this kitchen rookie even knows that <laughs> Sid Jeez. would you put yourself in the in the pantheon of experienced cooks above or below Kels <laughs> uh, probably below actually below <laughs> yeah because I don't know what I'm doing half the time thank you very much Sid <laughs> Sid also had to talk me down from her own birthday cake oh my god debacle yeah. that looked uh that looked intricate what did you guys so Sid recently turned 16 and Kelsey yeah. was there to help her celebrate. And who made the cake? I did. What was it? German chocolate. Yum. And I had Sid. It was a very or big ordeal. I had Sid cut the parchment paper for the pans. <laughs> yeah. But she couldn't find the scissors. <laughs> so she was using a steak knife. <laughs> I don't even know how that works. 
It was... Well, I kind of... Okay, don't tell anyone, but I think I scratched up the countertop. Oh. <laughs> oh, don't this tell anyone. <laughs> you do what you gotta do sometimes. And if there's one person that I know listens, it's, it's mom. mom. <laughs> oh. Well, sorry, mom. She wants to replace it anyway. So that was the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we poured everything into the pans and it was fine. And then I opened the oven and I didn't realize but one of the pans had been destroyed in a previous life Uh and it cooked the cake all weird and i forgot to butter and flour the pan oh boy how did you get it out well kelsey poured it in and i was like did you butter or flour (laughs) the pans or the parchment paper and she was like not at all and i was like fantastic That is a very delicate crumb, and I can't see it coming out of a cake pan at all. Oh, it definitely did. Oh. I used the same steak knife that I used to cut the parchment paper, mm. and I cut around the edges. So it came out. Yes, um, yeah. but the middle layer was not cooked right because of the pan it was in, because it had recently... It tasted fine. It wasn't... So we put that in the middle. Mom had to come through. I was a mess. Hot mess breaking down at this point (laughs) i decided we needed to fancy it up a bit so i said sid and i was yes Hmm. i said sid have you ever made like uh sugar crystal decorations and she said no and i said well i haven't either (laughs) but i found this google and then she's like don't worry it's labeled easy my god <laughs> cooking sugar yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, we boiled that sugar and caro syrup and water the whole time it was boiling you were like when is it gonna boil is it gonna be done boiling yet and i was like kelsey just chill out and you're like no running around the kitchen so we made a beautiful little bowl and mm-hmm. we put it on top and then mom was like oh take that and ramekin and turn it upside down and it's a crown mm-hmm and it looked super fancy, mm-hmm. but that sugar mm. turned into like a glass. Oh, yeah! And we created super... mini shards <laughs> for your for your guests well, it for been everyone fine. eating the cake. Mm. But Kelsey added a little extra pizzazz on the sides and basically stabbed the edge of the cake with the shards. Uh oh! Thus creating microglass. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Could you eat it? Yeah, we took yeah. the sugar off. Uh-huh. Dad was eating a lot of the sugar. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Dad was. And he kept complaining about it cutting his mouth. And I was like, well, <laughs> don't eat it. But he kept eating it. Hmm. Okay. It yeah, was I stuck in my sock and it poked my foot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was a surprise because you got to, like, what I did is I ate the bottom layers of the cake first. Smart. And then the top layer was, like, a little... Crunchy. Like, it was like a little surprise mm, okay but it tasted good yeah it tasted really good you might not when next time would you gild the lily with the sugar topping or would you just stop at the cake well it definitely made it interesting hmm. oh maybe and i definitely burnt sugar candy all over mom's stove oh yay because now she'll remember that and not me starting smoke fires in there with my pie crust (laughs) (laughs) thank you kels you're welcome (laughs) part of part of sid's 16th birthday sounds fun 
really added to the ambiance. <laughs> it's a it's a testament to life. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you think it's all sweet and easy going, and bam, something stabs you. Wow, it's that's a me, message. But it's also painfully sharp. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a message on your sixteenth. Yep. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, so obviously you're our youngest guest of all the guests we've had. Many. The show's been such a success. So many shows. Do you know other kids your age that are also interested in cooking? Do you have friends who you share this uh, interest with? Well, for my birthday, Elizabeth made me a batch of cookies, mm-hmm. but she's like notorious with burning cookies. Oh. So she had to have her mom like get these out of the oven so they weren't burnt. Okay. And I think that's the only one. Really? So not Nobody of... else cooks? Hmm. What? Nobody else cooks. Yeah, basically. Jeez. Well, it's... Oh, Olivia made cordon blue paninis one time. Ooh, fancy. Were they good? Mm-hmm. I don't know because she just told me about it. So... <laughs> They exist. Did you share the cordon bleu mashed potato lasagna sans noodle with her? I know because I hadn't found that delicious masterpiece yet. Yeah, she might want to add that to her repertoire. (laughs) When I was looking at it, I was like, I feel like you should add that, but like minus the pickles and mustard and add mozzarella mashed potatoes. You can't put mozzarella in mashed potatoes. The texture. Oh, yeah, you can. can. Stretchy. Three big blobs. Mashed potatoes. Bam. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, so still keeping in talking about your classmates in school, do you eat school lunch? Only, actually, no. Mm, Never. I was going to say only if I have to, but then if I, like, am desperate, I just have vending machine stuff because they (laughs) somehow take the food and make it. I don't know how to explain this better, but like negative flavor, <laughs> they add whatever <laughs> the salt is. Huh. They take the flavor out. So school lunches yeah. are not good. Surprise. Well, <laughs> they had this really good thing. They had like stromboli and it was the only good thing they've ever done in their entire like lunch mm-hmm. careers. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, you know, it would make this 10 times worse. <laughs> Gluten-free crust. Oh. Bam. Tasted like crackers. Also left a weird sour taste in your mouth. Gross. So, Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I never liked school lunch, but I didn't know if maybe they got better. Sounds like they have. You eat a lot of leftovers, though, for lunch. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, see, I never did. We have, like, one microwave, and it's also semi-broken. And it takes... You have to put anything in for two minutes because it's very low-powered. Like, I don't know if someone was messing with the power settings and just didn't put it on high and put it on, like, low or something. Wait, for the whole school, there's only one microwave? Yep. Have you brought this up with the school board president? Uh, no. Wait, is Dad still the school board president? What are your cooking slash baking goals for 2020? Goals? Goals. <laughs> G-O-A-L-S. I'm like, Not well, goals. I don't have those, so <laughs> maybe my goal is to get goals. I don't, or maybe it's like, I want to, I mm, just make more stuff better. What's something you've been really itching to make? Mm-hmm. Like really, I don't really know. So for instance, I recently got the latest food and wine and on the cover was apple hand pies. 
And I looked at it and I said, I have got to make those. And mm. they're getting made today. Oh, well, I did. There was this one recipe and it was like cabbage. Mm-hmm. It was like roasted cabbage or something. Mm-hmm. But I love cabbage. And I was looking at it and mm. I was like, oh my gosh, that looks so good. Yeah, I guess that's it. Roasted cabbage. <laughs> roasted cabbage. Now that's a wild card. I would not have thought that. I wouldn't have thought that either. That's interesting choice. <laughs> I did pick up the latest Bon Appetit, Sid, and it was all about tacos. And I know you like tacos. Yeah. I actually really love tacos, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> have you ever made them? Oh, made tacos? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say I've kind of made them. I've helped out, definitely. Yeah. Like that one time we made carnitas <gasps> for dad reception but then they got ruined in the middle of the night we and then them? i woke up and i was like these taste different <laughs> oh, no. and yeah. I was like, oh, whatever we have a very busy household when we're all there and things get forgotten <laughs> things turn south sometimes yeah or we forget very... to put on the lid or something no we forgot to put it in the fridge overnight yeah that makes sense that's been done with many leftovers I know. <laughs> I wonder if that happens to anyone else. Probably. Probably. I would hope so. That's one thing I've noticed since I've been back mm-hmm. visiting and seeing Sid get older. If there's leftovers to be had, she puts them in a Tupperware right away. The nice. second everyone lays down their fork. Whoa. She wants it for lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She sharks it. Just she straight. <laughs> Except now I can, like, drive home, so it's not... Oh, oh. you're driving. I forgot. Yeah. Mm. Now you can drive yourself to the grocery store. Well, I can also walk to the grocery store. <laughs> it's <Correct>. very close. <laughs> yes. let's, let's hope she's not driving. Well, because I obviously you've listened to our first two episodes of this year, it's Year of the Vegetable. <laughs> Uh, what is your favorite huh? what? year of the vegetable for Kelsey well, yeah, and I? Yeah. Last year it was year of the pig and we ate too much pork. <laughs> and this year it's year of the rat and I'm not going to go out and eat a bunch of rat. And Kelsey wanted to do more plant-based eating. And, and now I'm eating more and- meat. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe we should say it's year of the meat and Kelsey won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking it might, that might work. Some reverse psychology on that. So anyway, so what's your favorite vegetable or veg- and vegetarian dish that you make or someone else makes for you? One of my favorite vegetables mm-hmm. uh, would probably be, well, I really like roasted carrots mm-hmm. a lot. And like I said before, I love cabbage. Whoa. That's interesting. So how, how do you guys eat cabbage? Oh, well, we don't really eat cabbage that like much but I just really like it but mostly cook I mean like pasties and stuff like that mm-hmm. or like when you just have or I cabbage mean, rolls mm-hmm. I really like sauerkraut too oh okay all right what's your favorite vegetarian dish we used to make or during the summer we make this thing it's like couscous with a it's almost like a ranch dressing. It's like a ranch buttermilk dressing with just roasted vegetables. Mm, I like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. I mean, because now it's Lent, right? So you're eating vegetarian on Fridays? Yeah. Well, like, we just had cream tuna on toast. 
Man, I miss cream tuna I on know. toast. I always been like, is this nasty? And then I eat it anyways, and I'm like, it's not. <laughs> it's tasty. It's, when you describe it, to it people, sounds gross. They're yeah. like, oh god. And then you're like, well, you're missing out on the best thing in life. So no, it makes me wonder. Sometimes I'm like, when you look at those weird recipes from the 50s, and it's like Jello sardines or something. <laughs> Like, that sounds super nasty. What what if it's like super not nasty? Yeah, you never know. The lime sardine jello might be nasty. But think of all the jello jello salad with like um like lime jello, pineapple and then cheddar cheese on top. I liked that one. Oh, yeah, I love that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there wasn't cheese is different than sardines. Mm, mom. Oh, how different, Kelsey? <laughs> I have a real question for you guys. What? Cream tuna. Do mm-hmm. you put the peas on top or on the side? Ooh, on top. Okay. <laughs> Are you also on top? Yes, I was just checking to make sure you guys weren't psychos. Yeah, I put it on the side. Oh. oh. Disgusted and ashamed by my own father. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. <laughs> took a turn. <laughs> mm. I like, uh, so what kind of bread do you put it on? Well, you gotta get, like, kind of thicker white bread. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Texas toast it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Salted butter on the toast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's gotta be salted. Yeah. That's just how it has to go. Mm-hmm. Huh, interesting. I, I want to know where that recipe comes from. We're gonna have to ask mom. I do, too, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's other people that I have met. That eat it? That have... Yes. With tuna or with like chips? Specifically meat? people that were raised Catholic. <laughs> I wonder if it's some Catholic church. Like handbook. It's They're like, like you're in Lent. <laughs> Bring tuna and toast. Feed your children. Family household. <laughs> it could be. It could be. It might have been in a pamphlet they were handing out someday. Who knows? They're like, your kids want burgers? Too bad. Cream Not tuna today. satisfies that urge. Win them over with this cream tuna on toast. Mm-hmm. And if you don't put the peas on top, then you're a monster. <laughs> what if, wait, there might be people out there who don't serve it with peas. That's just, that's, <laughs> get out of town. Against God's words. You I'm know? just saying. Pretty sure the peas are in the pamphlet. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Catholic handbook. They're underlined. It's like must have peas. <laughs> frozen green. And it has to be frozen peas, not canned peas. Please. That's God. right. Canned peas. Don't even don't even come at me with canned peas. No, those should not be sold. That's right. <laughs> There's a lot of canned things that shouldn't be sold. <laughs> Carrots. Except canned beans mushrooms. are mushrooms. Canned yeah. mushrooms are gross. Oh, canned beans are a savior. Yes. Canned beans are I can side with canned beans. I can't make like a I don't have time to make a bunch of beans, you know. I hear you on that one, Sid. Sid, do you have any questions for us? <laughs> like cooking questions? Preferably. <laughs> yeah, don't ask oh. me what I did this weekend or anything. <laughs> you don't have to have any. When did you guys get into like cooking? Oh. You think I'm into cooking? You made that Greek thing and then you're like, everyone's going to hate it. And I was like, Kelsey, it's fine. And then you're like, everyone hates it. <laughs> Grandma's granddaughter. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit more like grandma than I thought. Anyways, Harper, you go first. <laughs> oh, uh, sheesh. 
Hmm. I can't remember not being into cooking, which doesn't mean I was doing it when I was really little, but as soon as I could get in the kitchen. Out of the womb. Out of the womb. I came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she came out with a rolling pin <laughs> and parchment paper. I'm ready. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I always loved it. I still do. I can't think of a certain thing that got me. I was in 4-H, though, when I was in grade school, and I, there was a cooking session, which was actually not as helpful as I thought. It was a lot of weird food. Not the place where you find no great cuisine. You're telling me. I was always like, what? But I did, you know, perfect my biscuit making. So They're yeah. like, all you need to do to make your mashed potatoes great is add mozzarella. <laughs> Pretty much. And 10 pounds of butter. Also make that with ham and chicken rolls. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of, there was a weird taco salad that I was just horrified by, but I had to make it to get the check mark on my thing. And I was like, I'm never eating this. <laughs> the things you do for great check mark. Tell me about it. I know. That Stop day. there for those stars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Kels. <laughs> You're evading the question. <laughs> well, to be honest, this is going to be no surprise to mm-hmm. you guys, mm-hmm. especially family. Mm-hmm. I am very particular and I do not like a lot of things, mm. especially things that are not done by me or what I'm used to. Oh. So I think I like cooking because I can control what's in it mm-hmm. and how it's cooked. Mm-hmm. And I remember being younger and going to spend the night at friends' houses and I was mortified by the food. And I was like, I don't really like having sleepovers, you know. I'd rather just stay at home and do my own cooking. And I think it's just, it always tasted better mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, it's bad. I don't even know it was, I don't. I'm not going to say names because... Please don't. (laughs) Yeah, good lord. (laughs) But, yeah. I also have always had, like, a very sensitive... Like, I'm just sensitive in general, and my gut is super sensitive. Mm -hmm. So, eating at home is always better for me. Do you still put, like, Tabasco sauce in everything? Me? Are you talking to me or Harper? Uh, You, Kelsey. Yes, spice has nothing to do with my gut issues. Uh-huh. It doesn't. Okay. There's a theory out there. I don't know who started it. Could be me. You <laughs> yeah. burn your insides out. I tried that with black pepper. Ooh. I remember when you did that with that. That's pepper. one of my enemies. I actually hate black pepper. <gasps> I what? love black pepper. Really? You haven't had good black oh. pepper. Freshly no, like, ground okay. black pepper? So good. Yes. No, mm-mm. I went to Pizza Hut and I got the Alfredo, right? And they got out that, like, I don't even know what was happening. But the Pepper Flakes giant, did they have flavor? Kind of. But it was bad. That's and not. Judge- no, no. Every time I eat pepper, I'm just like, oh, this has no other flavor besides just, like, bitter, slight spiciness. Hmm. I can't believe you're making this judgment on a Pizza Hut experience. No, well, I'm just saying, Shameful. like, an example. 
Pizza. <laughs> really over pepper. If Pizza have you Hut ever had listening, if Pizza Hut is listening to this right now, please <laughs> don't put as much black pepper in your Alfredo as you normally do, because honestly, it tastes terrible and it feels like there's tiny rocks every time I eat pizza. <laughs> oh boy, I doubt Pizza Hut's listening. <laughs> I told you before this, I'm like, I'm about to make a business deal. Oh, good. Did you get us a sponsor? I'll yeah. quit my day job right away. You got to have, have you ever had red peppercorn? It's so good. Mm. They well, put it in teas and stuff. You got to get on this pepper train, sister. She needs to mail order some spices. Just, just do not go to Pizza Hut. I just hate black pepper. Like, even if it's not at Pizza Hut. And, like, mm. I see it on my eggs. I'm like, mm-mm, nope. What? I love, have you ever yeah. had the Casio? No, but then I oversalt everything. What? Have you ever had the Italian pasta dish where you make a, a sauce out of black pepper, butter, pasta water, and Parmesan? No. It's so, it's good. so good. Creamy, mm -hmm. delicious. Yeah. I've even made that. Mm -hmm. The schmuck over here. The sh <laughs> You cook. You're way better at cooking than you ever think you are. Because, like, I... you've made a bunch of stuff for us, and it's always been good. Mm. Except for that rhubarb pie incident. That was... <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Always put your sugar in the rhubarb pie. <laughs> Didn't that happen, like, three times? No. I think got, like, a rhubarb pie curse. Uh-oh. The curse of the rhubarb pie. Mm-hmm. Like, someone was like, as a weird trick, I'm going to curse them so that they never put sugar in strawberry rhubarb pie. <laughs> I have a question for you, Sid. If you hate black pepper so much, which spice do you like the most? Mm -hmm. The most? Mm. Um, wait, does... Cheese would... is not a spice. <laughs> <laughs> and like mozzarella and <laughs> would <laughs> is a spice? Would what? Salt. Not salt. Salt in like everything. So, okay, not yeah, salt. That's your base. That's your base. Okay, okay, okay. Like cumin, coriander, oregano. Wait, so savory? Savory and sweet. Okay, savory and sweet. I actually really do like cumin. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I do too. I don't know why, but it just makes, especially like beans or something. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. It makes them smell so much better and taste so much better. Mm hmm. That's a good one. I like that too. Sweet. What about sweet? Sweet. Um, definitely nutmeg. I Ooh. I was just thinking that today. I was putting Me it in too. my pancakes, and I was like, I love I nutmeg. I was putting it in the pancakes. Uh -huh. oh. I didn't make pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we both had pancakes. Did you see that tiny? I made Opal a little Mickey Mouse pancake, and it no. was tiny. It was. It is really, really cute. Is it on Instagram? Yes. Did she like it? Ah, uh, yeah, she did. But then she was eating some of the eggs, and then she really does not like eggs, let me tell you. And then she started choking on it. <gasps> Good God! You didn't make her your French eggs. Actually, those are probably not safe for babies. Oh, why? Because they're not cooked. <laughs> you just told me you ate raw egg. Okay. <laughs> why? That one time, they were just a little raw. Like, they're still cooked. They're just a little less dry. They just contain the same... Okay, I don't know if this is for real, but I think they're cooked. I think they are too. 
You just stir them so much you don't allow them to solidify. Mm-hmm. And like the water kind of, the moisture keeps in. Yeah. And if you add cheese, cheese has water, so they'll stay a little moister. See, that's where I went wrong. This is because Critchard was like, add, <laughs> add pepper jack. And I was like, all right. <laughs> but we just had the pre-sliced pepper jack. Like, for <laughs> <laughs> so, so you couldn't shred it and I think <laughs> that me adding the colder cheese like brought down the temperature of the eggs overall mm-hmm. so, <laughs> God. so I guess we could say it had the same consistency as mozzarella <laughs> potatoes Gross. yeah it was really bad also I don't know what was up I think whatever stuff they put on the sides of like the pre-sliced pepper mm-hmm. jack yeah made it a little it was a little sketchy not gonna lie it was weird mm-hmm. don't do it this is my I one wasn't gonna do it egg. I don't even know what french eggs are so <laughs> when making french eggs do not add pre-sliced pepper jack it's a big no-no I feel like in cooking in general, you shouldn't add pre-sliced pepper jack. (laughs) Maybe on a sandwich or a cracker. (laughs) Well, sometimes I'm like, not in cooking, but you just want to eat cheese real bad and it's already sliced and you're like... What's your favorite cheese? Um, my favorite cheese is probably either... (gasps) Oh, I love Havarti. Oh! Mm -hmm. I love soft cheeses. Mm Mm-hmm. And I really like buffalo mozzarella. Mm, it's fancy. And gorgonzola has always been like... Mm-hmm. You, you're a blue cheese eater. Mm-hmm. It's your favorite cheese, Harper. Yeah. Oh, Lord oh wait. Lord and bomb foot cheese or what was it? No. Camembert. 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 <laughs> it wasn't... Cannon farts. <laughs> Bro. It was pure broccoli. I don't know how. Did they like roast, let the cheese age in like a no, broccoli? Whatever broth. the goat or cow ate. Oh, I know. Broccoli? <laughs> yeah, that's a classic tasting note of that cheese, by the way. Found out from my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to flex here for a second. I went to France. What's flex? It... Flex. What does that mean? Sun's out, guns out. You guys don't know what that means? No. Tell us. Brag. Does that mean you're gonna brag? Yeah. I'm gonna flex. I'm gonna use that tomorrow. Mm. You should probably <laughs> use it at work. It would go yeah. really All well. Oh yeah, they're gonna really like me at work. I'm gonna use that. Anyway, you you went to France and we haven't been, and we all know. Camembert there, it tasted like broccoli, just significantly See? less intense. Exactly, though, it's a, it's an appropriate smell for that cheese and taste. But I also want to add, it was way less intense. <laughs> well, I don't know what was happening with the stuff you brought, but that was like regular camembert on steroids. Well, we baked it, that's why it heightened the aroma. And we had it had time to sit and meddle with its stink <laughs> in the back seat with me. That was you know, a different, somewhat cheese. warm <laughs> car. Mm-hmm. My favorite cheese is Gruyere. Gruyere. Mm-hmm. 
It actually is really good. See, I just had some Gruyere mac and cheese that was Ooh. very good. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nice. I didn't make it. <laughs> I ordered it. <laughs> good job. Thank you. <laughs> Um, okay, Sid, one, I, let, I'm going to ask you two final questions so you can get to that delicious dinner that dad's preparing for you. Yes. What technique have you learned on your Bon Appetit videos that you would say is a game changer for you? Like something you're like, wow, like either this is making something I really love to make easier or I, this is a cool trick and I love using it. Well, it's less of like a... Like, I, I probably shouldn't have been as shocking as I found it to be, but they were basically, like, just prepare all your ingredients and read through the entire recipe before you make it. And I was like, oh, okay. Messing <laughs> <laughs> up all the time. So it's kind of like a very obvious one, but it definitely helps with anything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. I agree. That I mean, and that's something not a lot of people do or know to do. And then you get... Get all your crap out, like, measure some dry stuff if you can, if you're baking, mm-hmm. and, like, make sure your oven's at the right, yeah, just, like, and read through it, because sometimes it'll be, like, add the chocolate chips, and then I add the whole bag, and then it's, like, but only half. Uh-huh, I know. I'm like, oh, <laughs> ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in there. <laughs> Or it's like uh, grease and flour the cake pans and you pour it no, in. You're like, will not do. <laughs> Didn't do. Definitely not. Where's that one pan that's broken? I'm gonna use that one. <laughs> I, know. I was told to use it. Oh boy. Oh, um, next time I'm in town, will you make me a meal? <laughs> that's a, fair... a fancy meal. Oh, a fancy meal. Mm-hmm. Like a Bon Appetit meal inspired? Oh, maybe. You like cabbage? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you say it like that, I don't know why I wouldn't. Do you like cabbage? Do you like cabbage? <laughs> Seems Boiled like... cabbage? <laughs> she's, she's wanting someone to eat cabbage with. <laughs> I like cabbage. If you need me to eat cabbage with you, I'll eat cabbage. Okay, so my question is, what would you say to your friends to convince them that cooking is fun and worth their time? Well, I already talk about cooking a lot when I'm with my friends, Mm -hmm. and they're like, you're in Sydney, but my parents do that. Mm. And I'm like, you losers. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) These are friends? (laughs) We all call each other other losers. It's fine. Oh, okay. Okay. But flex. The, I think they don't really. I don't know. They're off doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Have you Wait, cooked for them? To convince them? Yeah. What would you say to convince them? Like, you know, we're sixteen guys. Like, in two years, we're going to be in a college dorm. And what if we want to make something or something like well, that? Well, I'm pretty sure you know how to make ramen, which yeah. basically you need to know. Mm-hmm. Would you ever cook for your friends? Um, yeah, I did. Fun story. I was telling, we were watching The Conjuring, and I was like, guys, I'm making quesadillas, <laughs> bean and cheese quesadillas. And I was like, do you guys want anything in particular? And they were like, yeah, yeah, whatever. 
So I went in, made the bean and cheese quesadillas, and I brought them out, and I was like, I made the quesadillas, and they were like, yay! And then Gabe and Connor were like, we hate beans. Well, Ugh. too bad. And I was like, first of all, get out of my house. Mm-hmm. Second of all. <laughs> yeah, and then, for some reason, because there were three people that liked beans, including me, mm-hmm. and then... Just those two didn't like beans, so I tried doing a half-and-half situation. Mm. Here's a tip. When you're making half-and-half quesadillas, don't do it, because it'll mix anyways. There's no barrier. There's no barrier. It was just like a bean side and a slightly less bean side. (laughs) They had to eat them anyways, because I was like, I'm not making another quesadilla. Yeah, plus quesadillas are easy. They could have made their own. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Beggars can't be choosers. Mm-hmm. Eat those bean quesadillas and be happy about it. Yeah. Hot off the griddle. Next time you're getting cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like cabbage? <laughs> uh, okay, well, Sid, thanks so much for sharing some of your new insight. Um, I look forward to getting more into this uh, when I come up and visit. Maybe we can cook together. Oh, maybe. Come on. Careful, she follows recipes. I do, do too. I, I don't. Uh, That's hard. Yeah, that was clear. No. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Actually, Sid and I cook a lot, have cooked a lot together. You're usually my right-hand man. Yeah. We made pitas. We made tortillas, homemade tortillas. We made... You used to make biscuits with me. I've just rolled a lot of things out recently, so I'm back. <laughs> You're really good at rolling out? Yeah, and in gym, we've been doing push-ups and pull-ups. Hello! I'll be able to get that dough into shape, like nice Arnold Schwarzenegger. I like it. <laughs> Pie-crusted up, sister. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, it'll be May when we all get together. That's strawberry rhubarb season. I'll be in charge of the filling. <laughs> I'll be in charge of the cabbage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, we're going to sign off here. Thank you, Sid. Yeah. Thank you, Kels. Thank you for listening. I hope everyone is safe and healthy. If you want to find us, you can check out our Instagram at Down With Convenience. We've been doing some cooking remotely with each other. And if you want to find any more information about the podcast or recipes, you can check us out at our blog ftsoc.home.blog. Hope everyone's well. This is Harper, and this is for those sick of convenience. <laughs> this is <Kelsey>. <laughs> <laughs> Are we supposed to say something? Oh, boy. We'll cut that out. (laughs) You can find us at Instagram, at Down With Convenience. You can find us at our blog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Am I supposed to say No! (laughs) I'm going to have to re-record this. I usually do. Okay. Stop recording. Bye.